So what we're about to share with you is a really vulnerable and powerful poem and story, Amy's story, around medical misdiagnosis or diagnosis and the journey of trying to get well. And so uh, if you're bipolar or know someone that's bipolar or someone experiencing fibromyalgia or really just struggling with the medical system and trying to make their way through it, you want to give this a listen. But the other thing is, is just... It really is a testimony to her resilience and the tenacity she had with figuring it out, getting well. So give it a listen, and if you have any questions, let us know. And uh, I was up late last night. I uh, got the... uh Rhyme on a dime. Huh. Um, urge to write a bunch of poetry. Now, there was one that I wrote about seven years ago um, before my present diagnoses, and it was thought by my um, uh, multiple symptoms that I was bipolar. And as it happens, I had a number of health problems that weren't caught until the latter part of 2018, so the misdiagnoses. So I was quite disillusioned that there was some shadow following me on this roller coaster of changing medical symptoms. So I called the poem below my, um, that I'm about to say, uh, bipolar bicycle ride. And then I wrote, rewrote this poem in 2017 to reflect a new awakening free from being trapped under all those labels of bipolar. Um, and it was just a bunch of coexisting health issues that could have been identified earlier if my doctor in the medical uh, community had been willing to do more than the usual tests. So I figured out my diagnosis was wrong um, a whole year before it was confirmed. And the doctors, um, this doctor, he may have been a doctor for 12 years, like he used to toot his horn, Uh, But I've been in my body for 53 years, and I know it better. And after eight years in university studying the biological science of the human body, I was pretty sure I wasn't all... It just didn't make sense until now. So um, here's the newest version of my poem. But the second is representative of how I felt trapped by what I called an inevitable roller coaster ride. So this um, new version, it does talk about some of the things I felt prior to them calling me bipolar and then my new awakening afterwards. So I'll read the first one and then I'll read the uh, darker version. (laughs) Okay, bipolar bike ride. I ride a bicycle, pedal, pedal, pedal. Mountains, valleys, plains. At the top of a mountain pass, sun on my face, close to the clouds. Birds sweep treetops, fresh pine scent, wind on my face, awe and wonder. Pedal, pedal, pedal. Here comes the valley, 
feet swung out, ready for the ride, sailing, air rushing, faster, 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 adrenaline pumping, fun, 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 wee, reckless, pedal, 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 brakes, 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 there are none, down, 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 fear and trembling, still plunging down, the bottom is here, no crash this time, (sighs) relief, pedal, 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 the valley is dark, no birds, Who cares? Miserable little squirrels. Sunshine betrays me. It's beginning to rain. Cold, wet, alone. Back up the hill. Oh my God. Pedal, pedal, pedal. No momentum. No energy. The climb is so steep. No one to push or pull. Only my drive. Fighting, struggling, turning each pedal. One, two, three. Chug, chug, chug. Pedal, pedal, pedal. The light I see is suddenly strange, shining between veils in the stratosphere. The wind on my cheek, the fragrant air. My presence is in the now. I just am what I am. No projections, no bipolar labels, no blame, shame, guilt beatings, or fear. Hmm. Pedal, pedal, pedal. Pedaling through the thoughts, though unusual and novel... Let them flow through the wind, legs out wide astride. This realization, I'd like to know. What if? Pedal, pedal, pedal. Wheels in motion, transformations and acceptance. Birthrights of joy, peace, love, and well-being. Who wouldn't want that? Something to explore. Something worth pursuing. Definitely. Pedal, pedal, pedal. Life's bright. Isn't it sweet? Dream, wish, dance, happiness, joy, truth, honesty, self-love, self-acceptance, self-efficacy. The pursuit of personal excellence, all within the veils of self-knowledge. That's the bike I enjoy riding, so I engage it. Pedal, pedal, pedal. So that was the first one. And the older version was when I felt that all those symptoms I was having that were misdiagnosed, wrong medication, that kind of thing, I felt that this thing was never going to end and that I couldn't control it. It was just some ominous Eeyore's cloud hanging above my head. (laughs) So I wrote Bipolar Bike Ride again, and I wrote it like this. It's kind of dark. Um, I ride a bicycle, pedal, 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 mountains, valleys, plains, at the top of a mountain pass, sun on my face, close to the clouds, birds sweep, trees, tops, fresh pine scent, wind on my face, pedal, 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 here comes the valley, feet swung out, ready for the ride, sailing, air rushing, faster, 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 adrenaline pumping, fun, 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 wee, reckless, Pedal, pedal, pedal. Brakes, brakes, brakes. There are none. Down, down, down. Fear and trembling still plundering down. The bottom is here. No crash this time. Pedal, pedal, pedal. Oh, the valley's dark. No birds. Who cares? Miserable little squirrels. Sunshine betrays me. It's beginning to rain. Cold, wet, alone. Back up the hill. Pedal, pedal, pedal. No momentum, no energy. The climb is so steep. 
No one to push or pull, only my willpower. Fighting, struggling, turning each pedal. One, two, three, chug, 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 pedal, pedal, pedal. It's coming, I can see just a little bit more. The plains and the green, the roller coaster is over. Pedal, pedal, pedal. I have arrived home safe and sound until the next bicycle ride. It is inevitable. Pedal, pedal, pedal. <laughs> Quite a different tone, isn't there? <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, I remember when I first wrote it, Greg wrote awesome possum on my uh, poem <laughs> that I wrote. Yeah, he said, I will inspire many with this. <laughs> yeah. So, well, we were talking earlier before I um, recorded this uh, mm-hmm. audio, and uh, you were saying something about when we first met. And I had spoke to you. Um, yeah. We had been together 12 years ago, and I didn't apparently have that problem then. Um, but 12 years later, we get together, and I'm talking to Greg in our first coffee meeting. Right. And right. I'm telling him that uh, I'm bipolar. And uh, what did you say? Well. What were your observations? Well, when I listened, you know, we when we got together, we were we were commiserating and catching up and <laughs> we yeah. each had our story of woe and oh, uh, yeah. trauma and drama and stuff going on. And the thing, my observation was that who having, when you shared with me what you went through and how your family treated you and how the divorce went and the whole, I mean, just the, everything, how the whole thing mixed yeah. together. I said, who wouldn't be freaking <laughs> depressed? And, 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 you know, and, and who wouldn't, you know, and I, you know, I've never seen you bipolar. I've never, you know, and every person, bipolar person is different, I think. But I don't, you know, I've seen by had a lot of bipolar, but I don't know. I've never experienced it, so I don't know what that's about. But I, what I, all I can do is is observe that uh, I've never seen you really depressed. Uh, I haven't seen that side of you, and but my observation was, if that ha- if what happened to you happened to me, I I'd be damn depressed, <laughs> uh, I, and uh, and, and it- I'd be desperate to try to get some ray of hope. And and suddenly, when that ray of hope arrives in some manner, I could be accused of being exceedingly happy, <laughs> manic. That's what happened to me. Now, when we first met, I was oh, yeah. I was very chipper, and despite what was going on in my life, and I opened that business, and it was mm-hmm. for kids, and I just loved it. And then the divorce. Yeah, you finally had something that you could express yourself. Yeah, that's your science. Business. All that science that I used to do just ah. didn't cut the mustard. So I got into something that was fun. Right. And then the divorce was pretty hairy, and he tried to smother me. So um, I lost the house. I lost my life savings, my career, my business, my right. kids, my dog. It right. sounds like a country Your garden. song. My garden and that yard, um, the property that yeah. I had uh, built, the whole landscaping. Yeah. And uh, there was um, the bankruptcy and then having to leave the house on Christmas without most of my things. And uh, then 
I moved in with a friend who was also a narcissist, like my mom and my uh-huh. ex. And I lived with him for a year and a half and couldn't stand it. So I found another friend to room with, and he was a narcissist. So that lasted three weeks, and I was out of there. And the interesting thing about being in relationships with narcissists is they're goddamn experts at feed, at spoon feeding you oh, hero. Especially if they find out that they well, you get a diagnosis that you're bipolar. Then, uh, you know, because I I was depressed, and so when you're depressed, you get really sick. But I had other things going on that you know at the time, um, mm. but it got those symptoms got worse over the years. So I didn't know what it was, and so I went into a doctor, and he diagnosed me with bipolar. Right, and uh, so then I uh, then the wheels I of the healthcare system start. Right, yes, and then um, I when I got sick, I had to go live at my mom's. Well, my mom right. is a full blown narcissist type one, right, and so she I was there for let me see two years, and it was hell on wheels. And the the strange cycle, the interesting thing, if if you look at the cycle of the narcissist and the cycle and the so called bipolar cycle. Very they, much the they, same. They, they could feed off of one another because oh, yeah. when the narcissist is high and flying high, they're just like, you know, they're they're flying high and they're they're like a party waiting to happen. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. And why aren't you partying with me? You got to party. Well, well, and when you're not giving them their hero cookies and their narcissistic supply, then they go into this rage. Right. Or they go into this. Oh, poor me! Or um, you how know, dare you breathe my oxygen? Or you're wrong, you know? <laughs> yeah, basically. So anyway, that's just a squirrel. So um, yeah, I uh, I got sick, <sighs> and I had other symptoms, and I went to my doctor, and he said that uh, you know nobody dies from pain. Right, all that. Which turned out I had full blown fibromyalgia and chronic sleep. Chronic uh, disorder. Fatigue. Well, chronic Fa- fatigue. Fatigue, yeah. And uh, sleep apnea. Sleep apnea. So not yeah. only was in your body rebuilding itself. And then all those allergies. Allergies. Yeah. And, uh, it was complex. And migraine headaches from the, the allergies. And that put me in the hospital every night for weeks. And yeah. uh, so, I mean, my, my depression continued. My parents continued to tell me that uh, there was something wrong with me because I was bipolar. I was no yeah, longer... How dare the, you love life? I oh. was no longer the golden child because oh, I that, had a divorce. Oh, okay. And I didn't have all those that money and that prestigious right. house. And I didn't have all that. I walked away from it because it was either that or my sanity or getting smothered. Mm. So it's kind of like everything mounted up. And then at one point, I went to the hospital, and I just sort of woke up and decided that I wasn't, I didn't, I didn't want this anymore. There had to be something more for me. Right. And I knew I had more potential than what I was um, exhibiting, so I decided to incorporate and use all those tools and skills that you'd given me back in the day when I. You were my business coach, and it still all worked. Blows my it mind it, it all worked, memory. and it all worked. And I started getting better, and I got rid of all the dysfunctional people in my life, like cold turkey. Hmm. And then I really got better, and I shed the medical right. system. Um, was no longer in mental health uh, system, 
and uh, but I still continued to have problems with my feet. But I thought it had to do with um, this windstorm. I got blown off my right. balcony, right. but I never got better. I never got better. I went to all the kinds of physio, and I never got better. It kept getting worse. So finally, I go to a rheumatologist right. in the uh, capital city. Who does and, a really uh, thorough, they oh did gosh. like a really thorough medical history. Oh, yeah. And then he comes along and says, does this hurt? Poke. Ah! Does this hope? Does this hurt? Poke. Ah! Does it like a dozen times? Oh, my God. He's like, oh, you should only have five out of these 12, but you got them all. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> thanks for finding them all and poking. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, he says, nope, it's not arthritis. He, I, I have arthritis in the toe, but it's not arthritis. He said, for your whole body to hurt like this, he says, you have fibromyalgia. And from the right. fact that you're tired all the time and all your symptoms and the history, you have the chronic fatigue syndrome. So it was a very complex situation oh, well, that you had. And, you know, my thought was that, I mean, the challenge with something as complex and as diverse as your experiences and your symptoms, I mean, the from a science basis, they can't, if, if they can't observe it, they can't understand it. If they can't understand it, they can't treat it. And so it... it they it, have it to was keep, it, give a damn to even try well, and get a that, history from you. For sure. Yeah. I mean, they're, uh, you know, out of all the doctors since we've been together that, that we, we, you've seen, that rheumatologist was the most thorough. Yeah. That, well, it was the rheumatologist, the, the, uh, atten- her, the intern. The, yeah. The intern lady did the... Did did your yeah, uh, your history yeah. and spent like what twenty thirty minutes listening to you yeah. explain all your symptoms and you had done all the preparation. I did because you had to wait like six months or something like that. Yeah, to see so this I guy. was ready to tell him what the, all the symptoms were and what I had done and what worked and what wasn't working. Like the yeah. CPAP changed my energy levels um, at right. night and it, my mag- migraines went away and um, I didn't fall asleep standing up anymore. Um, so it was, it was good, but it still wasn't It was enough. disturbing and enlightening. Yeah. Because it was lightning that we finally, it, and when we did the research on fibromyalgia, it made sense. But it's also, you know, fibromyalgia is also a bit of a mystery in a lot of ways, but we found some other resources. Yeah, we found all about uh, the specific science of it. So got I can some unexpected it. help from your psychiatrist. Yeah, yeah, she was. She had an insight. Yeah, she was great. She she knew about fibromyalgia, and yeah. then after she gave me that, holy moly, the energy the I have, you can't even keep up with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's crazy. And, and 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 just a note for those who might be listening that might be uh, bipolar. She's not manic. No. Um, they just, just said I was excessively happy to finally have a life. Because <laughs> what's the thing you say that happens with the sympathetic system and the parasympathetic? That's very well, a very important distinction. It's our, it helps um, me understand. Our nervous system, there's two right. parts to it. And the um, sympathetic system is that fight or flight uh, reaction we get right. when we're stressed or scared and that kind of thing. Um, and then there's the parasympathetic. So one, you have... So that you have energy in the morning and the other one you have so that at night you're ready to go to bed. Well, for me, it's the opposite. Right. So I'm exhausted in the morning and have a real hard time and my pain levels are higher. And at night, 
I have all the energy that the rest of you have in the morning. Right. But they switch at three o'clock like clockwork. Which is which is classic, um, um, kind of the in it, that inverse thing that's happening is classic fibromyalgia. But they thought that was bipolar switching. Right. And so what would happen is I get really tired and I have to sleep an hour. And then I get my energy back and I'm good to go. But there's this right. noticeable switching. Mm-hmm. So this is um, a problem with the sympathetic system. Now, when you get a stimulus of any kind coming through um, your nervous system up into your brain, if you have established, there's there's two routes, three routes for um, right. uh, thought processes and all kinds of stimulus to go through your brain. The first one is is lightning fast. The second one is fast, and the third is um, slower. So that one goes through the top of your brain and all the way around that that uh, to the pathway, prefrontal cortex to the prefrontal cortex, yeah. and then it stimulates um, the hypothalamus and I can't remember the rest right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so it goes through um, at the center of the brain, which is the amygdala. So this center, it shunts through subconsciously. So anytime you have a fight or flight type of um, thing happening, then it goes straight unconsciously through and, and it keeps reestablishing that pathway. And you're in a hypersensitive state all the time, really right. hypervigilant. And um, it, of course, that wreaks havoc on your body. That's the amygdala then, now, right? When it the goes through the... Part. Um, it's the middle part. So the middle part. Okay. Yeah, so it goes to the lower part, and then it shunts across. Right. And the second one, it does the same thing, but it goes through one other part of the brain, but it still is subconscious. So the trick is when your body, you know, your body reacts to this because it's all, you know, the eyelid bone is connected to the toenail, toenail <laughs> bone. And so your body responds to yeah, this, yeah. and then it sends more stimuli, and then it's shunted through. And next thing you know, you've got this negative biofeedback happening, right? And you get sicker and sicker and sicker. And at yeah, some so there's point, a, there's a confusion in the reading of the of the signals. So there's so much yeah. reaction yeah. versus responding, and being able to think consciously about um, how you're going to respond versus yeah. react in different situations. Mm-hmm. So there's so many things with fibromyalgia that you can do actually to slow down that sensitivity and for to get that stimulus to go through new pathways connecting <coughs> through the brain called neuroplasticity where the brain is yeah. able to actually change and you, learn so you, and grow. You can, you can, your brain can adapt and, yeah. and it is plastic and, and ultimately you can, your brain, brain can heal itself and you're, it, it, yeah. By 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 exercising your brain, using yes. your brain, you and make my body it my, better. It helps your body, right? Yes, my doctor, um, the rheumatologist, said that if I was religious about the information and the stuff I had to do, eating, nutrition, like um, exercise, how I thought, my thought processes, right. you know, if I could keep myself unstressed, that kind of thing. You know, watching TV that's not you know killing and and going to concerts that are high banging yes. and because that because that stimulates the, the sympathetic system, right. yeah. And we want to decrease those pathways. Yeah. Yeah. We want to start using consciously the other pathways mm-hmm. and the connections in the brain. And there's a biological DNA association, but I won't go into my geeking out. Yeah. Um. So it, it the brain literally f- 
physiologically um, does change. So um, my point is, is that sometimes your diagnoses, it's, you know, the medical community can only go on the tests that they have and there is no (laughs) test for bipolar. No, it's observational. And the same with fibromyalgia. Um, So it's all observation and... um, the thing and, is, and if you, you don't have, give them the information, if you don't share yeah. all of your story, yeah. and they don't, or they don't have the willingness well, to hear the story, they can't. They won't have the information to make a proper diagnosis. Right, and if you go to a doctor, the most you can get is fifteen minutes with them, and you know, right. if you have a, a complex situation like I did. Right. So anyway, um, if you don't understand something that's going on with your body mm-hmm. or how you're feeling, or maybe you can't even connect up with your feelings, I think the best way to do it is to pay attention to your body, your instincts, all the signals it's given back to yeah. you. Because when you start to feel uptight, sick, your back hurts, your feet hurt, all those things, migraine headaches, um, those things happen. Your body kind of shuts down. Um, your mind can shut down. You can go become disassociated. Um, those type of things, if you numb out, just start. Start with sensing what's going on in your body. If you can't right. feel, just sit. Try and sense it. <clears throat> I'm going to cough. So, um, yeah, I think... Uh, you don't have to be a victim. The key message here. No. You don't have to be a victim to the labels. To the to your diagnoses, even if you are hope, bipolar, it, I mean, that's, that's what's no, what's the big deal? You know, sure you have problems and stuff. Yeah, that's true. But do you believe there isn't you, a human being alive that doesn't have issues? I think we're all bipolar to a degree. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Some of us are really quirky. But the thing is, is that good. it doesn't matter if you're green, blue, purple, um, got hair, don't got hair, tall, short, fat, skinny. Whatever you are, you're not a label. You aren't that. Right. You are a human being with all the same emotions and feelings um, that and any other person out there has, regardless of your situation. And every one of those labels you you just shared, every one of those labels, every one, all those people are all trying to accomplish the same thing. They're just trying to fully inhabit their life, their experience. That's all. Yeah, and that's what we say at Life Origami. Correct. That you can bend, shape, and fold your life to 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 your your will, whims, whims and wishes. (laughs) And I always say, dancing in your dreams awake. Indeed. So have a really great day. If you have any questions, please reach out. Uh, Greg and Amy are here to chat, to support, and we wish you all the best. Namaste. Namaste.